Hi there, a quick note before we start this week's episode. Leslie and I are both still sick, so we did this episode via Skype, and there's a little bit of an echo. Not ideal, but um, hope you guys will hang in there with us, and just know on Thursday that our episode will be back to normal, we'll be in the same room, whether we're sick or not, as we start to break down Bachelor Winter Games, and we can't wait for that. Welcome to What You Accept This Podcast. I'm Laura. And I'm Leslie. This week was week seven, our final week before hometowns, which is serious point in the season yes I I feel like it really snuck up on me I know and I'm kind of I don't know I feel like this is the point where uh, like hometowns is kind of the last week where there's a little bit of something kind of fun and you know that kind of drives the like um, excitement and then beyond that it starts to get too serious and I don't like that part yeah, I mean, I still like it because I, I get to see what happens, and I'm always yeah. nosy as to what's going to happen, but it's never quite as fun. Yeah, so, and I'm always a little... The women tell all, the women tell all. That's true. That's going to be really good this year, I think. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Okay, thanks for reminding me. I've forgotten that for a hot second. Got to something that. to look forward to. Totally. <laughs> and this week, they're in Tuscany which I have a little soft spot for because that's where we went on our honeymoon. Was it in Tuscany? Yeah, it's part of Tuscany. They didn't quite go to exactly where we were, but the villages that have sort of the painted facades and all that, it's very similar. And where we were, I guess it's a little bit further over. I should have looked at a map of Italy before we started this. But, um, but it had a lot of the flavor of the things that I really liked about being there. So it made me really want to go back. Um, it just made me hungry. That too. I, I really liked how he commented on being excited about the food. He the pasta. Just, he yeah. just can't stop talking about the food. I can't blame him, but. I get it. It's actually one of his most likable attributes, his uh, yes. willingness to just chow down on the dates and to talk about food and cheese all the time he's always talking about cheese loves him some che- cheese wine and t- today it was pasta and he's Trumples. definitely the most dutch thing about ari yeah that's true um you know i feel like that hasn't come up very much on the show they haven't really talked about that at all i feel like except for that which is i think a miss obviously because yeah. i'm trying to remember at the very end do the final I should know this. I should know this. Um, do they meet his parents? Yeah. Okay. I thought so. I think it's the final. It's either the final two or the final three. Okay. It almost almost always goes that way where they're off on a vacation. His family is on that vacation with them. And so they meet, you know, so okay. they don't go to his hometown, but the parents come out to them. Okay. Yeah. I, I always forget this. But yeah. And I think it's one of those things that when he um, had Crystal meet his family earlier on, it was one of those things where you're wondering, like, is she going to meet them twice? But I guess that didn't work out being the case. (laughs) Um, It's still really weird to have them that early in the season because then, I mean, we've already met his parents. I know. That's what made me think that I was misremembering that the parents were part of the equation. But, you know, trot them back out. Oh, they're ready. They're ready. They're He'll probably be more and ready his, than and his brother. Ari is for love, but yeah. <laughs> and his brother, who got married, who inspired him to finally settle down. His love goals set his love yeah. goals for him. Yeah. 
Um, so we find out that this is going to be a week where they're all sort of dates and all the roses are given out on dates and there's no rose ceremony, which is kind of in keeping with this. I feel like he's kind of been hit or miss if he's into a rose ceremony, right? Like we, I guess we had the rose ceremonies, not necessarily the cocktail party. So he kind of knows what he wants. So I guess he figured just avoid it all together this week. Yeah. Which I didn't mind. At least I think they've done this before, this kind of thing. I forget yeah. which seasons they've done it on, but where they have single dates and then a group date and that's it for, yeah. for hometowns. It's it's also happened in the week before hometowns. Right. And I, I like that, though, because I feel like instead of spending all of this time rushing through the dates and trying to make time for this rose ceremony, let's just spend time on the dates. I, like I agree, better. but then I guess it's a little weird for me in this format that so many people get one-on-one dates, and then so many people, you know, and then and then so many don't. Yeah, well, and it was one of those things that I almost felt like it was worse to get a one-on-one. I I, I kind of thought some of the one-on-ones he did this time because he had more doubts about them, and he put the ones that he felt better I don't about. No, you don't know. No, I don't know because um, – so, okay, so we start out with a date with Becca, the other Becca. <laughs> I yes. forget her name. Becca, Becca, the, Becca with the C, Becca K. Becca K. Becca K. Uh, so we start with a date with her, and I guess I could see that being the case with her because he seemed to have some doubts. Um, I mean, maybe that. I guess he seems to have doubts about all of them. (laughs) Well, and I think with her, he hasn't had a one-on-one since, like, the second week with her. Yeah. So I don't know that he – well, he did say that he didn't know that their relationship had progressed as much as the others. But obviously, they haven't had a one-on-one date, so that made sense. Like, obviously, you guys haven't had the same quality of time. Whatever. Like, logical. Um, So I kind of – He said – I, I like her, but I don't really see them I don't, together. I, I think I can see them, but I feel like we don't really fully know her, you know? Um, no, we don't. Yeah. I mean, I, they seem like they have a good enough connection, but I don't, I, I can't rattle off stories about her or if I'm talking to my coworkers, as you know, I occasionally do about the bachelor. <laughs> I don't think I can really list much about her. I mean, I know that she's a publicist from Minneapolis. Okay. Um, I know that she seems like she had, she has a very practical air about her. That's, a, that's about it. I, you know, I remember they went on yeah. that date on the motorcycle and I thought she doesn't seem like someone who wants to be on a motorcycle. Um, no, but she went along with it. She's like, I, I'll do it. I would have been like, you know what? I don't think I can do this. I don't feel safe. He, he would have been like, if you can't live on the edge. No, I'm just kidding. I know. And then I would have gotten sent home. But whatever. But that's kind of all I know about her, you know? I don't know. I feel like at this point, we should just we should know more about all of the women who are getting to hometowns. Right. I don't recall ever feeling this kind of fuzzy about the women. We'll get to who we're, I was going to say we're, we'll get to who we're left with. That's a bad way to phrase it, but we'll get to who's (laughs) going into hometown because I, I do feel the same way. I feel like we have a lot of people that I have a lot of question marks about. And I'm, you know, I'm glad that at least a few of the folks stayed in so that there's 
some some something interesting potentially to come from the family there. But I don't know. I kind of felt like some some surprises happened this week that I wasn't quite expecting. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yep. We'll, we'll just say that. Some surprises happened. I, you know, I'm trying. I'm searching to really even think of anything that memorable about Becca's date. I mean, he stuck her with he's he's done this for so many. I mean, he did this with Lauren last week. It's basically the wander around and eat date that they do in the city, which the city seems perfectly lovely. They're in um, Barg Barga. What is the name of the city? I've never heard of it. Um, But anyway, so they're just kind of wandering around, um, buying bread, probably some cheese. I didn't pay attention to the cheese. I did remember him ordering a cheese plate, and I think he was trying to order without being able to speak like the language because he was just pointing at a giant plate of cheese and pointing at like every piece. <laughs> He's like the that. Like I'll take this. I'll take this. I'll take this. I'll take. Yeah. <laughs> there, there wasn't really. I mean, and they have a conversation. So he's he's asking about. She's talking about like how she hasn't really traveled with a boyfriend before. The most she's stuck to San Diego. Yes, with a boyfriend. It's kind of okay. (laughs) I wasn't wasn't sold based on the conversation, but you know, he's still waiting to see where the evening goes. You're so easy to travel with. (laughs) Well, yeah, easy to travel with. You're on The Bachelor and you're getting free dates and just kind of wandering around. I did start to see, though, um, based on kind of the things he was saying to them later in the date, that if he started to ask questions about what would happen if he went for their hometown date, that he was going to give them the rose. Yeah. So he starts having the conversation with Becca. Well, did he do that with all of them? I don't think he did. Um, I don't want to spoil who we're going to say goes home. But um, he didn't ask that for at least one of them. Hmm. So, I don't know, that started to be kind of a red flag as the conversations went throughout the night. Red flag. Um, yeah, so, I mean, that's, that's kind of Becca's date, right? Yeah, really not much to say. I'm not, you know, I mean, I'm kind of happy she's staying. I just don't have a lot of strong feelings about her. I think she seems like a fun person. I don't. Yeah, I, don't, I like her. I just don't know her. Yeah. So I don't feel like we've had a reason to connect with her based on what's happened during the show, but I think she's one of the ones based on following her social media and just kind of watching her response. Oh, I should mention this. You'll appreciate this. This will mean something to you. She's really into RuPaul's Drag Race and going to see drag shows in person. So, Have you been watching All Stars? I have not. I don't think we get Logo. It's on Logo, right? It's now on VH1. Oh, well, we might get that. Yeah, you should check. Okay. It's, it's been pretty good. Uh, and on All Stars, they have, like, the top two uh, lip sync instead of the bottom two, and then they send somebody home, so that's always very dramatic. Ooh. Okay. Like, they get to choose instead of RuPaul. Oh, that's fun. I like that. Yeah. Okay, we'll have to look into that. But I thought I thought that might be a good – I almost forgot. That might be a good point to flag about Becca to kind of give her a little more insight into her – personality that we haven't seen on the no, show. No, I like her, and I actually have seen some of her stuff on social media, and she seems really cool. I don't see it on the show. Like, show me more about her on the show. If I'm supposed to care, I want to care because I'm getting to know her on the show. Yeah. 
don't know. Maybe the producers have been saying, like, saving it for the finale. I think she's probably hand. just very normal and yeah. not, you know, yeah. out there. But they got to give me like something to hang on to if we're supposed to be rooting for somebody. Yeah, that's true. I feel like they haven't left us with a lot to root for. No. Um, so next we have. But but before that, back at the house, there's yes. the drama with Jacqueline. Yes. Um, and she's talking about this a little bit in the middle of this date card comes for Lauren and they're all kind of worked up because they're like, she just had a one-on-one and now he's giving her another one-on-one, which I kind of, this is, this is going back to my comment that I said earlier. I, I think he gave her another one-on-one cause he was one, one, I think he really, really likes her, but two, he really, really has a lot of questions about her and isn't really convinced that she's in it. Um, so I wasn't surprised. It was just weird. Like, I got to say, after seeing this one-on-one, I, I, I might have thought what you were saying. Now I just don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Fuck, I just watched. Like, I was so, so boring. So boring, but then that twist at the end, I don't What was that? Which way? Which twist? Okay. So they're just kind of wandering around doing that whole boring, oh. like, ah, so pretty, so pretty. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, she's like, Oh, I'm falling in love with you. And I'm like, excuse me? I thought, and I was going to tweet this, and then I, since we were taping directly after the show, I was furiously taking notes, so I have so many notes. Um, and I didn't get a chance to tweet it, but my first thought was he went and asked permission to tell her that he loves her. I think he went over to the side and asked one of the producers... And then it was funny because I watched um, Taylor Nolan tweeted exactly that. She was like, oh, he just went and got permission. <laughs> I mean, the, I, I totally could see that being the case, but I'm just very confused that she said it and that he was receptive to it. And then he basically kind of said it back. Yeah. It was weird. I didn't see any of that coming because I'm just sitting there watching this like dull as dirt date with like two people who are very pretty, but nothing's going on there. Like yeah. there's no chemistry. I'm not learning about anybody. They kicked a soccer ball around with some kids and ate some food. Like there was nothing there. No. And then all of a sudden they're both like falling in love with each other. I just was so confused. And she's sitting there saying that she can't open up to people and yada, yada, yada. And we go from these dates to them being in love with each other. Yeah, I I don't see it. I think he's I think he's fixated on the idea of her and not the actual exchange that they're having because I mean she could be a perfectly lovely person, but based on sort of what's being presented on the show, there's no reason to see a connection beyond something sitting there. Yeah. So this whole thing just makes me think, oh, he's going to propose to her, and I'm just going to be left at the end of this. Like, why did I watch the season? Well, I've seen rumblings online that something happens that's outrageous at the end. And I haven't seen anything to know what it is, but it gives me hope that it's not going to be as dull as we're worried. I mean, they better not be lying. I know. I, need I know. At this point, I need it. Like, this episode really just confused me. It didn't like it. Yeah. Um,. So back at the, Bring Crystal back. Let's get Crystal back here. <laughs> right? Can we get a can we get an audience vote to bring yeah. someone back from the dead? Um, yeah, so back at the house, Jacqueline, as you were mentioning, 
um, is starting to second guess things and just feels, you know, she doesn't know, like, maybe they're not compatible. She's just not really trusting her instinct. Um, and she decides she has to go and talk to Ari. Um, and she doesn't know what kind of conversation is going to be, but she has to go talk to him. Um, yeah, so I guess my notes just kind of skip ahead. So yeah, he gives the rose to Lauren. We're past that. Um, <laughs> yeah. So she moving goes, along. Over, yeah, yeah, moving on along. Um, so she goes to talk to Ari, and the first thing she does is, like, she reaches over and takes his wine and, like, takes some sips of his wine, and he's like, oh, oh okay. And then pours himself a glass. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I liked how she started things off. Um, yeah, and she starts telling him that she thinks part of her is falling for him, but, you know, also as he's looking at who she, who she take to hometowns, she thinks maybe she's not confident enough to justify basically taking up one of the spaces. Um, she was really kind of all over the map. Yeah. I mean, you could tell that she, she was like, I, I'm scared because I think I might be falling in love with you. But also, I don't know if I'm falling in love with you. I don't want you to introduce you to my parents, but also I don't want to leave. And I was I, uh, it was stressing me out. I think. I think she genuinely liked him and was starting to second guess, which I get, was starting to second guess, like, do I really like him? Or is it the fact that I'm in this weird alternate universe where he's all I have to fixate on? Like, all of a sudden, have I decided he's the magic one for me? Um, and I think she didn't want to bring that to her family when she doesn't really know if it's an authentic connection that would maintain outside of this, which is kind of smart. Well, I like the part when she said, I cannot picture my parents having a conversation with him. That was hilarious. <laughs> and I'm like, is that because of Ari specifically? Or is that because her, of how she thinks her parents are? Yeah, like, I, I, I would like to know a little more about what she meant by that. But it yeah. made me laugh. I loved it. I thought it was really funny. <laughs> He's like, what? <laughs> I felt like she wasn't really explaining what was going on. In yeah, her mom, very much. Well, I think she was just kind of all over the place. She did well. No, and I think she didn't really feel like she had the time to sort through it. It was kind of like, okay, I need to go and tell him, tell him now before he makes other decisions based on me. Because who knows where she was supposed to have been? Like maybe she was supposed to have been like another one-on-one date for that week, right? So I think she was wanting to like Maybe. rush and tell him before she was really ready to articulate what she was thinking. I don't know. Uh, well, I think it was also made even odder by the fact that they kept making out in the middle of it. <laughs> yeah. I was like, she's trying to say something serious and I, I'm trying to remember, was he the one initiating it or do they just keep kind of leaning in? I, I don't remember. It seemed kind of mutual, okay. but she definitely seemed into it. You know, it didn't seem like it was one-sided. Yeah. Sure. I mean, they definitely seemed like they had a connection and. And I she, saw her kind of like, you know, reaching out, touching him and he was touching her face and like uh, all of the use. Yeah. Well, and then, you know, as she's leaving, he leans in and says, basically, like, if you change your mind, come back to him basically so yeah that was weird too yeah like she was i guess supposed to have gone to hometown so in that case who else was supposed to have gone home right good question i i feel like well 
I feel like it was Kindle. Probably. That's my guess. But I'm really excited that, I mean, we're jumping ahead yes. of it. I'm excited that she's going to be there. Uh, so Jacqueline goes home and then we get to the group date. No, we go to CN's date. Yes, we have CN's date. Um, yeah, where, I mean, he, he says again, like, you know, he wants to see, you know, if she's really ready. Um, you know, and he, he said, you know. She, she said every I'm time sure she's, she's ready. She's fine. Okay. <laughs> yeah. They went out on some kind of truffle hunting date with some very cute dogs. They're very cute dogs. This would be like my nightmare date, though, because I couldn't eat the truffles. So I would show up and be like, eh, sorry, I can have some pasta. Okay, but like, I can eat the truffles, but they're gross. I, I It's one of those things I don't understand. You go to a restaurant and they'll take something really wonderful like fries or mac and cheese or a delicious meat. And then just slap some truffle on it. Like they think that it makes it fancy. Well, most of those, spoiler alert, most of those don't even use real truffles. It's some sort of fake oil. So I've or actually. Very minute, like, it's, it's tasty truffles. Yeah. I like it. Not I've had it in nice places where I'm sure it really is truffle. Don't like it. Yeah. I'll skip it. I'm good without it. Thanks. But yeah. the guy was fun. His dogs were cute. Yeah, the dogs are pretty cute. They're very cute. I want. You to know, it was a nice date, and they seem to have like a good chemistry. Like they seem very relaxed, and unlike I don't know Lauren's date, you know, the conversation was flowing, and it seemed really like natural and normal. And they had that nice date, like or you know, group dinner with with the truffle guy and his family. Right. And, right. Uh, and I'm just sitting there thinking, like, this is a total contrast between him and Lauren, who he just said he loves. Yes. And, of course, he just sends her home. I, think, I don't understand. I think going into this, he had already decided he wanted to send her home and wanted to see if she did anything that made him feel otherwise. And I, I, I don't know. I think he just didn't. I think he knew going in he was probably sending her home. But it was, I mean, it seems clear to me that it's really just about, like, physical attraction with him. Yeah, totally. Even though CN obviously, is gorgeous and one of the prettiest women there. But he just sees physically into Lauren B for whatever reason. And that seems to be where all of that is coming from. There. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it definitely seems to be a physical... He keeps masquerading it to be like, oh, this romantic connection. But I think like he's using romantic interchangeably physical. with physical. Yeah. Yeah. So... No, so that was a bummer. I mean, I wasn't surprising because I really like Cien, but I, I wasn't surprised that she went home. I... But it, but it was just hard to see her go home on a date where... You know, it seemed to go well when he's where keeping other wrong. women. Yeah. Where, where nothing went wrong, and, and it seemed like they had fun together versus these other dates. I don't, I don't understand. That I mean, that one with Lauren was just painful. So I mean, this one was slightly less painful than the last one. Yeah. But not really. <laughs> it was all bad. Um. Yeah. So he sends her home. The girls are shocked, as they always are. Yeah. Um, yeah, so then we have the group date, which has Becca, Kendall, and Tia. Yes. Um, and, like, the whole time that 
the whole time that Sienna's gone, like Becca's hoping, like thinks that the day it's going to go well for, for him and Sienna, but is hoping that Sienna comes home or goes home just so that her odds are better. Um, which, yeah, I, mean, I got what she was saying, but yeah. like, come on, you don't have to yeah. go that hard in on it. But I think that's when Tia started to get like riled up and annoyed about the whole thing. Um, you can kind of. I mean, see it was that. kind of immature. Yeah, but I got oh, what she was saying, and you, you know, I got that- both sides. I understood why Becca felt that way, but the behavior was immature. But then Tia, kind of grabbing onto that, was just like, "Let it go, dude." You know. Well, I have to. I, I can hear the producers on the side telling them, like, "What, what do, do you think she's going home? Do you feel like she's? Um, what would you feel like if she?" If she did get sent home, how would that make you feel? You know? Yeah. So I think, I think that's just an example of her taking their prompt and just kind of openly saying what she thinks versus Tia was trying to keep it all kind of in check. Yeah. I don't know. Um, oh, there was also the part, I guess, and I guess this was part of Tia's problem where Becca was responding to what was going on with Jacqueline saying, oh, you know, sometimes I have doubts, too. Oh, uh, yeah. And so she was kind of really latching onto that. But, I mean, any normal person is going to have doubts in a situation like this, but yeah. I guess you're not allowed to say it. I have a hard time faulting people for questioning throughout this whole process because I think that's normal. I think going gung-ho into this and being like, I love you so early into the process is more concerning. <laughs> Even to, I mean, to say like, oh, I feel like I'm falling in love or got it, but like the ones who get that into it and yeah. that sure and totally positive and it's a little cuckoo. Yeah. I just, no. So I think that's more of a red flag to go back to our red flag. Um, always a lot of red flags on this show. Always a lot of red flags. This is true. Uh, I like Tia, but it wasn't a good week for Tia. No, it wasn't my favorite week for her. I feel like. A lot of other weeks, I think she's, like, she's, it's been more focused about her being her, and I think this was more about the whole friction between her and Becca, which I, I, I never know why they do that, because it never really ends up looking complimentary on the person, and half the time no. the lead doesn't like it, so it's, it's, it's not positive in either regard. I think people watching it find it kind of a bit of a rub, you know? Mm-hmm. So even when you agree with it, you usually yeah. are just like, no, bad move. Yeah. I just, I mean, I will say on, on, on the one hand when she, you know, and this is barely even like making it better. She came back and told Becca what she said, which yeah. was also just, I mean, it's all weird. Yeah. It it's backstabby weird. not to do it, but it's weird to do it. Yeah. It kind of felt like, Oh, I'm going to tell you what I did. And I know you're not going to like it, but I feel like I have to tell you cause you're going to see it anyway. It didn't, it didn't feel authentic. It just, yeah, it was weird. Although maybe she, maybe she did it to get the reaction out of Becca, which really would kind of drive home the point to him. Yeah. That she's immature. And I did think it was kind of an immature, like damsel in distress reaction that I felt like was maybe a little trying to manipulate Ari into feeling bad for her and to, like being protective of her. I don't know. I feel like I would have a really hard time if someone attacked me. 
And like, no, I don't understand why she was upset. I don't. I understand yeah. why she was upset. I'm. I'm thinking more of how she handled it with Ari. No, I know. I'm just thinking that if someone did that to me, I don't know. I feel like I'm. I might have. That might upset me too. I don't know. I don't. I would like to think that I wouldn't just sit there in the corner and like cry, but I don't know. I feel like it was. Like, it's the very end, right? And she, I think she's genuinely interested in him. And I think that this has been such a, yeah. I think she's interested in the adventure. Yeah. You know? And when she says that she can see a future with him, I don't don't think she's lying in the sense that, like, she has no interest in him. But I don't think she means it in the sense of, like, let's get married, let's have kids. You know? know? Yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean, not to say that that has to be your version of having a future with somebody, but I think that's what he has said that he wants. And I just don't, I don't believe that that's what she wants now. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think she's convinced that that's what she wants either, but I think she's open to the idea. I don't know. I think she's not entirely not serious about what she's doing. I think, I mean, she's had that conversation with him and I feel like with all of these, you never know at the end if they're actually going to want to move on anything really fast or if it's going to be more of a dating thing ongoingly. So I I don't know. I think it could have worked. And he seemed genuinely interested in her. And he says when he ultimately sends her home is, Basically, there's been this, like, internal conflict with him. Conflict. Conflict. Um, conflict so with conflict. him. <laughs> uh, this conflict that he's been kind of battling his head and heart and that, you know, it's just been really hard for him because, you know, his head says that he doesn't think that this makes sense, but that he really likes her. I definitely so, thought she would stay around I thought longer, she was but I wasn't totally surprised. Yeah. I wasn't, wasn't. I don't know. I really could have seen it going either way. Um, but I guess the first surprise is that, you know, Kendall got the rose. Right. Which I which wasn't then left it between the other two. Right. I was expecting it was going to either go first to Tia or Becca and then be down to the other one and Kendall. So that was the, an immediate twist where you're like, oh, this wasn't what I thought. But you know, when she got the rose, when they gave it to Kendall... Um, it did surprise me, but then I was trying to figure out like, Oh no, who's he going to choose? Who's he going to choose? And then in retrospect, I was like, well, duh, he chooses Tia because she was in the hometown previews. Oh yeah. That's true. You know, like it didn't click with me at the moment, but like they totally spoiled that. They've been spoiling everything all season, which is really annoying because they have so many clips and so much footage that there's no excuse for them to not pick something that doesn't ruin everything. Yeah. Like, ridiculous. No, I'm sorry like that. In towns, it would be pretty easy to not spoil it. Yeah. But they, but they did. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think they made any attempt to mask it. Um, I don't know. Sometimes they're geniuses and sometimes, like the editors, sometimes they're geniuses and sometimes I'm, they're just amateurs. Yeah. yeah. This was not one of their finest moments. No. Uh, so Kendall gets the rose. I'm very excited to meet her and her family. And she also yeah. And she also says that she's uh, interested in moving to Scottsdale potentially. Which I felt like they told her to say that 
because it was very convenient at the point where he yeah. was making a very key decision and she just conveniently tells him exactly what he wants to hear because we know he has no intention of ever leaving Scottsdale. I so, think that she knows that she's on the bubble, you know, and so she, she's very smart. So I think yeah, she went smart. into it thinking, what can I say that might kind of tip the scales in my favor? That'll and do it. Uh, I think she did a good job. <laughs> Leaving him in his hometown is exactly what his heart wants. Like, because she like, made it clear that she felt serious and how she felt about him and that she was willing to move. Which so, is I mean, check, 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 you know. Because I don't think he and Becca didn't have that conversation. I don't think, did he and Tia? I don't remember. I don't know. Because we know that she has her doctorate, but I feel like they talked about the fact that she could be licensed to practice in other states. I think they had that conversation. Is she a physical therapist? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's something she could do anywhere. So, right, right. I mean, some things is much easier just to kind of pick up and go to any town and do it. And physical therapy is definitely one of those things. Well, Kendall's a creative director. I don't know what you can creative direct at. You know, I was uh, browsing homes out in Scottsdale because I like to look at houses. <laughs> and The Bachelor and all of the giant ads for Scottsdale. Have you seen them in Penn Station? No. They're everywhere. Uh, just, just take a look. There's like giant things with cactuses and all of these like posters for Scott. Like it's everywhere, all over the state. Um, so, so I was googling. Um, lots of very ugly houses with beautiful yards and pools, and were probably very expensive. Yeah, expensive and ugly. Oh, that's a bad combo. Spacious. But spacious? I can't talk today. Spacious. And I space this. Yeah, so that's kind of the episode, right? I guess there was that weird bit at the end with uh, what's Rebecca's date and that little Italian gnome guy running around in his hat kissing them on the cheeks and whispering in their ears. Did you see that? I don't remember that. Let us stay around for the end of the episode. I think I was watching it and then it didn't seem to be going anywhere. And so then I think I tuned out like finishing up my notes so we could tape this. And apparently I missed the important word. It was really creepy. They've had some weird ones for the, for the credits. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hopeful that they for Bachelor need Alexis back. They need right? like a good, yeah. I'm hopeful for Bachelor Winter Games that they have better credit roll. They will. I hope so. I Speaking still don't it, understand the concept of it, but I guess we'll find out tomorrow. So what I know about the concept is pretty minimal, but they have, I know Trista and Ryan are kind of like the master of ceremonies kicking off the games <laughs> tomorrow. Um, okay. Okay. They are doing these competitions, and whoever wins the competition gets to take someone on a date. So you have to do well in the competitions to get the actual dates. Um, and they're doing, like, legit okay. things. I, you could see in the promo, they have people figure skating. They have people go skiing. So I, I'm kind of excited about that. I, I like the fact that there's a little bit of, like, legit skill. Um, a little bit yeah, more Yeah, I'm than... much more excited about this than I am about the Olympics. I don't care about the Olympics. 
I watched the figure skating last night, which I did enjoy. At first, I haven't watched it in several years. I used to watch it so much. I used to be, I used to be a little intense. I used to tape all of it, and then I would rewatch it on my VHS. I was like really into it. And I mean, we um, watched our fair share of figure skating yeah. and gymnastics, and I, you know, those are probably the two sports that I do find the most interesting. But I just, I, I don't care. I'm not gonna, you know, be waiting with bated breath to see who wins. I got a notification on my phone last night at like 12:30 about somebody winning the like gold medal and something. And I'm like, I don't care. Don't wake me up. I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> The only thing that I cared about, well, I shouldn't say the only thing, but the thing I cared the most about was that Mariah Nagasu uh, is the first um, U.S. lady ever to complete a triple axel in Olympic competition. And I was watching, and it, when it happened, I was like, yes! And that was cool. She's and the first person to do a triple axel? The first U.S. person. I think she is the third overall. Because it's Midori really? Ito. I thought they were pretty common, no? No, 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 um, for men, but for women, no. It's very unusual, so that was, like, a big deal. Step it up, ladies. I know, so it was, and it was great, so I actually retweeted it, so you can look at my Twitter handle if you want to see it, Leslie. It was good. I'm not going to do that. Not going to do that, okay. <laughs> well, you can just wait and watch the figure skating competition during Winter Games. On Bachelor Winter Games. On Bachelor Winter Games. That is a deal. I'm excited, and this little preview made me excited to see Claire and all of these, you know, men fighting over Claire, hopefully. Um, I know. I want Claire to find her a man. I guess we get to see Bibiana fighting with Ashley I over some Canadian. Yeah. I I didn't like his hair. Can we talk about Nobody his hair for a minute? I was very confused by it, too. I think there was, like, a hair plug situation going on. It was just a lot. It was just kind of very, uh, very voluminous, but in a weird way. I don't know. It didn't look like hair. Yeah. So maybe it was like a rug, you know, like a, like a wig. I want to know why Ben is crying. Are we going to hear about him being unlovable? Is that going to be a theme that comes through? He's crying about Lauren. Is it Lauren B? Is she yeah. also Lauren B? Okay. Yeah, it's another Lauren B. So I... I think I saw some articles where he was having, he had, I guess, some sort of heart-to-heart with Chris Harrison that was part of this show. So maybe they're just, like, showing a clip from that. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Chris Harrison has the scruffy face going on. He's not, like, clean safe. He's not clean. I can't um, talk. Clean shaven, Chris. Chris Harrison literally once this entire episode? Where is he? Well, I guess well, there's no rose ceremony, so he's like, no rose ceremony? He needs no to be there. He definitely hasn't been. Present. I need a strong presence of Chris Harrison to guide me through my journey you on and, the Bachelor. You and Ari both. Ari needs someone yeah. to, like, tell him, come on, rein it in, boy. Like, someone to say, you know, I don't, I don't know that I see that connection with you and Lauren B. I really miss the seasons where I felt like Chris was a confidant, you know, trusted confidant, and and like somebody to bounce things off of. Yeah. I think we saw that more with when, when Ben was the bachelor, I think there was a little bit of that dynamic. He's just not doing it this season. And I can't tell if it's because of the way he and Ari like their connection or if it's, he's just kind of backing out a little bit. 
I'd say blame it on ABC because I don't think it's through. I don't think it's Chris's doing. Yeah, uh, I have confidence in him that he wants to be there. You know, I, I he's there for the right reasons. He's there for the right reasons, and he takes it very seriously. Uh, but I feel like ABC has been kind of doing him dirty ever since uh, they shoved him out of the after show. Oh yeah, that was weird. It just makes me wonder what's going on behind the scenes. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot going on behind the scenes that we don't see. No surprise there, but yeah, but he's also doing who wants to be a millionaire. Like he's he's out there hustling for ABC, and they need to, you know. I like him on millionaire. Yeah, he's perfect for that. I'm a fan. I just love Chris Harrison. I do too. I, that's why I feel like we need more Chris Harrison. Like he hasn't told us about the wonderful place that we're visiting. Like we're left to Ari and the ladies and eh, like we need Chris Harrison to fill it in. I need him to like zhuzh it up, you know, like come in and really sell me on the dates or what's happening that week and get me excited yeah. and, and then come in and tell me at the end, like this is very serious. He's, he's going to meet your family. I know. He's going to pull us back. He has I, a, yeah, I need him at least at the beginning at the end, if not more. I mean, preferably more. Definitely. He has a good way of kind of driving the overall flow of the show and, like, having sort of the peaks and valleys in the, in the way it flows. And not having him definitely has changed the way that feels. Well, I also wonder if just having more of him, maybe that would kind of pull me back into this season a bit more. Yeah. Because I just, just like, where did the season go? Nothing's happened aside from Crystal back. I've had a lot of people tell me that they're not even watching this season because he's so boring. I kind of like them. Yeah, I, I think I've I've been watching more for the ladies, which is why I'm kind of disappointed that we lost some. And we had to lose some, obviously, but like some of the ones that are more dynamic. You're always watching The Bachelor for the ladies. Like, even if you try to, even on the seasons where you like The Bachelor more. But I just feel like they're not even giving you the ladies. By this point, I really should be invested in not all of them, you know, most of them. I should have feelings one way or the other about all the people that are left at this point. Agreed. Agreed. And there's so many of them that I'm just like, okay. I don't know how you're here, who you are, but okay. I guess I'm I know find I out you at this point, but that's about it. You know, I don't. I, I I'm not really rooting for anybody. I guess that leads us to who do we think is going to win? Your little power rankings. Yeah, our spoiler-free final three. Yeah. Well, Lauren B sailed right in there. I yeah. I last week I wasn't putting her in, but now I I think she's going in the final three. I'm just going to call it. I think she's going to win. You think she's going to win? I don't think she's going to win. I, I think it's very possible. So who do you, what's your order? Okay. So I think she's going to win. Okay. I think the runner up will be Tia. Okay. And I think third place will be uh, Becca. Okay. So my, my order right now, at least is, I still think it's, I still think it's going to be Becca. I don't know why. Uh, you so think it's going to be Becca? Yeah. I just, I don't know. I think it's going to be her because I think, so I think Lauren B will either be two or three. I'm going to put her in two, but 
but I know that remember the um, the footage of the guy coming back from her past. I think I think he's gonna actually. I'm talking myself out of this. So I, I say Lauren B one, Tia two, and then I say Lauren. No, oh wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I'm like I'm like updating this in real time. So I think it's gonna be okay. I think it's gonna be Becca. Then I think it's gonna be Tia. And I think it's gonna be Kendall. And then I think Lauren B. Uh, Lauren B goes home because I think he's going to show up during their hometown date. The guy, her ex. Do we think that that's her ex? I don't know. I'm living on the edge. I'm going to say yes. All right. It might be her brother. Like, I think I saw the guy at the table, so it's probably her brother. But I'm buying it. I'm going to take the bait. All right. All right. And I'm sure I'm going to next week go, yep, failed at that. But you do you, Bill. You do. And I think that's kind of the episode. I don't know if I have any Bachelor news. And Bachelor news, I guess, is just, you know, Winter Games. I did see that um, our favorite couple, Wells and Sarah Hyland, were being thirsty again on social media, uh, posting a picture of themselves. Like, it was like a pap shot, you know, like paparazzi shot. Yeah, yeah, they called on themselves because nobody cares. And so he posted this shot of them uh, going out to get supplies for Taco Tuesday. And he was like, in case you guys ever wondered what we look like on, on our way to get Taco Tuesday supplies. There's like, no, I didn't wonder. Nobody did. <laughs> Thanks for giving us something we weren't asking about. Yeah, he was wearing a Britney Spears. Yeah, that was funny. I did see that, which, which I, I approved. Yeah. Um, let's see. I, so I did share on our Twitter account, there was an OK Magazine piece, uh, sharing a video of Jimmy Kimmel talking about Crystal. He really hates her. You got to watch the video. It's very funny. Jimmy Kimmel hates Crystal. He was like, he was like something like, let's say goodbye to the most annoying character ever. And we'll have her, we'll have her say, or we'll, we'll bid farewell to her using her own words. And like, it was a montage of her saying like this whole speech to herself. It was very funny. Haters gonna hate. I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) Um, And there was a whole article where, uh, I guess it's um, Ari's people blog. We showed it out and um, basically he was summarizing the whole thing. But the, I think the best, the best thing he said was the, title which was i was here to find a wife not a drama queen but that was funny (laughs) what did he say about crystal i think he was just saying that he just didn't get the vibe that she was there for the right reasons um nothing nothing really controversial or out there i feel like the most controversial thing he said was the title Hmm. um what else was I going to say? That was... Oh, oh. And there was the whole back and forth and discussion about the picture that Corinne posted on Instagram with her and Nick, which at first I was like, ooh. And then I was like, it does look kind of familiar. And then Nick chimed in in the comments saying, wait, that looks like your... Wait, this pic reminds me of your hometown. Oh, wait, because it was. <laughs> and then she comments, like, post an article saying, like, basically you know, geez, I was just having a little bit of fun, just kind of doing a little bit of a bachelor throwback. Like why didn't have to be nasty about it. <laughs> it was funny. But she thought that Nick was being nasty. Yeah. Which I think she okay, was well, she trying to make it confusing. threw him into the news, you know, for no reason. 
right? Yeah, I totally agree. Probably caused a little drama between him and January Jones, who I noticed has uh, been posting some very emo kind of, you know, Instagram posts. So there's something, some friction. Friction in paradise? Yeah, I think paradise might be over for, for the two of them. <laughs> Um, and then I guess the other fun update is we were chatting with Becca with a K and we're going to have her on the podcast after the season, which is very exciting. Um, yeah. so yeah, fingers crossed. We'll figure out when that's going to be, um, that might be it uh, for tonight. I think that is it. And we will see you guys tomorrow on the Twitters. Um, and then we'll be back with another episode on Thursday following the second episode of Winter Games. And we yes. should have lots to discuss, I have a feeling. So, oh, I think so. I'm we'll excited. have four whole hours worth of, of Bachelor TV to discuss. I'm a little bit nervous about learning new people because there's all of these. I'm excited. I mean, I'm excited, but I think we've gotten kind of lazy because we know, like, we know their names at least in the current season. But also I think the bachelor has gotten kind of lazy. So I think that this is going to mix things up to get some new people in there who are just from a totally different place. I'm ready. Ready to. Game on. We'll see you tomorrow. Yes, we will. Good night. Good night. Talk to you guys soon. Bye. Bye. Connect with us on Twitter at AcceptThisPod, where we live tweet episodes and share updates on Bachelor news. Also, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and on Google Play. If you love us, take a minute and leave us a lovely five-star review. Nothing makes our day more. We'll talk to you soon.